He kōna e purangi tēnei nā te reo irirangi o Aotearoa. Aotearoa te rere aoe, te rautau o te reo irirangi. Uh, yes, uh, kia ora. can I make a dedication? I to play Tina. And and can I have the song It Feels Good from Tony Tony Tony? I uh he took me hit uh tau. Oh I uh katukua tu tene wayata ki okuhua um the three hour girls at Rotorua Girls High School. Uh, also to Fresh, a Kasaya, Tuihana Hey Girl, a Jane and all the crew heading to the South Shell tonight. Oh by the way, I love Tereo Oteuru. Oh Kyoto Kyoto Moto Fakarumo Mike Tereo Teuru. Ah, yes, dedications, a shout-out, requests. Those were the days. The 90s, I remember the trends, right? Origin jeans, starter clothes, beanies, and dressing about three sizes too big. Now, there was no social media. You had to use the landline. Uh, If you wanted to see your friends, you would turn up to their house with no notice, and no one cared. But there was another form of communication. Hearing your name on the radio. Now, that was exciting. The cool shows with even cooler announcers hearing the latest songs and going to town to buy the single. Now, for the kids at the back, that's a tape cassette with two songs on each side of the same song. You can Google it. Well, spending a school night trying desperately to get through to the studio. Now, if I did, I'd yell out to my mum. Hey, mum, listen in 10 minutes' time. I'm going to be on the radio. This was when I fell in love with Iwi Radio. Keeping it Maori. All day. This is part of outside all history. Amazing elders. These guys have got something special. 95.4. Tainui. Live. Pāpaketsuana. Ngā tai ki maua. O tēnei tō reo irirangi. Moana. Tahu Efe. It was all a dream. I used to read Word Up magazine. Te reo o te wai pongo. This is Tahu Efe. Kia ora koutou, ko Justine Murray Aho. Now, I've notched up a few years as a broadcaster. I knew exactly the moment when I wanted to work on Māori Radio, or Iwi Radio. I was about 16 years old. I was waiting in a car outside the pub because one of my best mates, Koro, was there for a country music competition. That's a true story. Uh, we were bored as anything when I saw the logo. Moana AM, 1440KHZ. I thought, one day... I'm going to work there. And I did. One, two, three, four, hit it! What I have to do uh-huh. is I have to go up to Cameron Road, dress as a female, like I've got a skirt, I've got a nice little mini top which shows my hairy little... Oh, can I put some makeup on Hairy you? belly button, eh? Hey? Can I put some makeup on No, you? I'm not going to wear no oh, makeup. Okay. I mean, well, you I might as well go even... the whole no. yards. Oh, there's not a lot of women that wear makeup around here. So I have to go up to Cameron Road. I'm going to dress as a woman. And I've got my own little, what is it? What do they Yay. call it? Belly top he's thing. He's got, okay, wait, just to give you an idea of what we're okay, he's you. got a Tahu Fem t-shirt on, but it's a t-shirt that is cut, so you can see his navel. Oh. 
but he's got his jacket on because he's oh. too he's cold and no. he, he said off yeah. you there is um his nipples went hard <laughs> my nipples are a little hard the morning vibe with Jess and we ah yes my breakfast host days anyway back to the kopapa at hand Aotearoa on the air, 100 years of radio, no mai tahuti mai, ki tēnei kōnei ipurangi. Welcome to this podcast, celebrating Nā Reo Irirangi Māori Iwi Radio. This is episode one, The Kaupapa. Now there's no denying that radio is intimate. We are taught in the industry that you are talking to just that one person. I remember when the radio was on in the kitchen, when mum was cooking, or in the garage when dad was tinkering away. Now for Māori families, perhaps your grandparents or great-grandparents could remember a time when whānau huddled around the wireless to listen to recordings like this one from Private Bill Te Anga of Waikato, recorded in 1941. Each one and all of us are proud to be over here serving for our mother country. I cannot express in words of the good times you have had in England and elsewhere since leaving your shores. We wish you were all here with us. We are at present doing work in the Middle East and waiting to be called for duty when needed. I find all these recordings quite, quite moving. That's sound historian Sarah Johnston. Now, she has poured over hundreds, maybe even thousands of recordings in her former mahi with Natonga Sound and Vision. Now, for many years, Sarah worked in the space of digitising audio like this. In fact, she received funding to continue her research into the recordings made by the New Zealand National Broadcasting Service mobile units between 1940 and 1945. Well, I'm, I'm really interested in knowing um, how those messages were heard back in New Zealand. You know, what was the response to them? What was the, what was the reaction? From a Māori perspective, I think it's really interesting. So the first messages recorded by the unit started to come home really around, it was around Christmas 1940, so it's right towards the end of 1940 that they um, really first started getting discs coming back to New Zealand. And by early 1941, um, I've come across... Letters to the editor of newspapers and to the listener magazine from Māori saying, where's the Māori battalion? We want to hear more from them. Radio New Zealand, through the unit Te Reo o Aotearoa, produced a number of programmes, the likes of Wiremu Pāka, Bill Kere Kere, Hari Williams, Whai Ngata, Henare Te Ua, Salwin Muru, Ted Nepia, Hemana Waka, Piripi Walker and Leo Fowler. Just some of those names synonymous with the genesis of Māori voices and stories on radio. So that's where we are heading in this episode back in time to the start of Iwi Radio, or Māori Radio. It's important, I guess, to address the why. Why was Iwi Radio, or Māori Radio, set up in the first place? Well, to keep it simple... Tuhia te hao te reo Māori ki te rangi, e kaha ai te mapu o te manawa ora, e rekareka ai te taringa whakarongo, e waiwai ai te karu mā takitaki. 
Ko te reo Māori, te tino tūra o ngā reo Edirangi Māori. Today he is the Chief Executive Officer of Te Taurā Whiri i te reo Māori or the Māori Language Commission. He is a musician and was part of the group Aotearoa. Nā hiwi, apanui. If, if I was to, to go back, um, it would be all those meetings that we had um, with Ngā Kaiwhakapumo o te reo when I was a student at Victoria University, which is a big... I mean, those uh, those people, those leaders really shaped a lot of my thinking, and in lots of ways they were preparing us, uh, you know, all the whakaputa mōhios of that time <laughs> <laughs> to be where we are now, including, you know, Judge Joe. Can you and, name those uh, leaders, um, Nahi? Can you just oh, remember? Oh, Huirangi Marka Jones, Hirini Mokomid, uh, Piripi Walker, uh, Whatarangi Weniata. I mean, Whatarangi for me actually changed my whole perspective on on what I did, um, because he turned me from being, you know, basically a, a, a little protester into being a critical thinker, really. Nā kaiwhakapumo i te reo Māori were the trailblazers, really, bent on promoting and protecting the Māori language, ensuring that it would be heard in all four corners of the land, broadcasting being one such medium. Now, the group lodged a claim with the Waitangi Tribunal in 1984. Then, in 1985, the Māori language claim hearings began at Waifitu Marae. The late Dr. Tehuirangi Waikerepuru led the charge. He explains the kaupapa with Carol Greensmith. The basis of the claim to the Waitangi Tribunal is to, to give recognition to Māori language in, within the laws of the land. Well, what do you hope to achieve then by having the language recognised? Well, first and foremost is to have it recognised so that it does have equal status with English language. That was recorded 37 years ago. While the promotion of te reo Māori has increased, I think we've still got some time to go before it is on equal standing to that of the English language. But back to Nahiwi, he's reminiscing about his time during the 1980s. The Te Reo Māori claim was lodged and the hearings were held at Waifetu Marae. He was a young, impressionable student. Dr Whatarangi Winiata was one of his mentors, his teachers, who made a pretty big impression. He said to me, oh, what's a Māori, what's a Māori resource, Nahiwi? And I went, oh, no. And I said, well, it's something that people own, uh, and Māori people own and get value from. And he says, yeah, but is the notion of ownership important? And I went, of course it is. And he said, well, does Ngāti Pro own Hikurangi? And I said, yeah. And he said, no, you don't, but is it still of value to you, right? And so he got me to start thinking about things in a different way. Uh, And one of the things that he pushed at us was something is not a Māori resource unless it has a Māori cultural component. And so being being around Fata and being around Huirangi uh, was really, really interesting because these guys had this unshakable belief that te reo Māori was the best language in the world and that everybody would be better if they spoke it. And it wasn't arrogant. It was just a quiet uh, and humble belief in, in our language. And it's something that I inherited from them. So when people say to me, Pākehā shouldn't learn te reo Māori, and I say, why shouldn't they? There's no excuses for people not to learn our language. But I can't make everybody go and learn it. What I have to do is to put the invitation out there and say, no, my Māori. You know, that's that's all I can do. And so, Māori that that start that started with Kaifakapumo Te Reo. Mm-hmm. Uh, then the Māori language claim, which resulted in the Māori Language Act, which established this organisation. Then there was the broadcasting assets case in 1990, which resulted in UB Radio, all led by these incredible 
incredible people who I was so, you know, blessed to be, you know, to be a part of. Wait, what? Let's let's just rewind a little bit. Then there was the broadcasting assets case in 1990, which resulted in Ibi Radio. The how part of the story is a little bit more complex. It's probably apt to think of this time as Hetai Fatsi Fatsirua. Just like the clashing of space where two oceans meet. There was a clash between Māori and the state when it came to supporting Māori radio. In the mid-1980s, the broadcast industry was moving towards centralisation. Now, there's a hui held in 1986 at Takapu Wahia Marae in Porirua, where Māori broadcasters and interest groups gather. The general consensus is that Māori radio should be run by iwi, or the tribes in their relative districts. Now, at the time, the Crown were pushing for a tender process for FM and AM frequencies, and Māori alike. Yep, taihuake. The New Zealand Māori Council head to the Waitangi Tribunal and argue for radio spectrum. And in 1990, the Tribunal listened. Here's Alex. Now, he's going to give a bit of a breakdown. Kia ora, Justine. So here's what the Waitangi Tribunal recommended. That the radio frequency tender process be put on hold for a period of six months. The government had to make available technical advisers to basically help iwi when it came to decision-making around the allocation of radio frequencies. The tribunal also recommended that FM frequencies were made available for Māori broadcasting in Auckland and Wellington and that a putia of $40,000 be given to the claimants towards their expenses in presenting evidence to the tribunal. Ah, kau pai. So, kua tūtuki pai? Well, e kau, not exactly. The state doesn't agree with this, so the Māori Council head to the High Court. The High Court agree that, yes, the Crown should protect the Māori language and in particular the future of te reo Māori, so, in the early 1990s, Cabinet grants licences for a period of 20 years, specifically for the allocated Māori frequencies. Iwi organisations had to be the licence holders, and they had to promote te reo Māori, me ona tikanga to its audiences. Tēnā Alex. Now, while we've described the political climate at the time, pioneering Māori radio station Te Upoko o Te Ika, we're in there doing the mahi and getting the treats. Pirapi Walker, no Ngāti Raukawa, is a former producer at RNZ. Now, he's written radio for children's programs. Uh, he spent time travelling the motu, covering Waitangi Tribunal hearings, he maha o nga pūkenga. I te kōrero mawatahi i ngā wiki ko hipa atu nei, a nei tāna kōrero, mō te orokohanga mai o te reo o pōneke ki te whanganui ātara. I tīmata i te tehipo i te tauwaru te kaumātoru o te rārautau, Marama o Aperira i huitoro pū o Ngākei Whakapūmau i te reo, 1983. E rua i pāhingia e mātou i tawapō. Ka u ki te reo irirangi i whakatūngia te reo irirangi mō te rimara. Ana, ka tīkina ngā ākonga o te heringa waka, ngā mema o ngā kai whakapūmau, the Wellington Māori Language Board, ngā kaumātou o te takiwā, 
There were two motions that we made that night. The first was to lodge the claim with the Waitangi Tribunal, citing that the Crown was not doing enough to support the language. And in August that same year, a radio station would be created for a short period during Māori Language Week. To help out, they reached out to students of Hereringa Waka of Victoria University and, of course, the Komatua of Nakaifakapumo Itereo Māori. They were fledglings who were flying high, ready to start their radio broadcast, albeit for a short time. Then the discussion turned to the language. Would the broadcast be entirely in Te Reo Māori? Ana ko te whakatau tuatahi i a mātou hui he ha te reo whakahaere te reo kōro te reo irirangi. Ana ko te whakatau me Māori anake. Ana ka ahua rangirua katoa mai ngā ākonga o te whare wānanga me te whakapae ka ahore te rangatahi o en e rāwa e mārama ki te tehi kōro kotahi o te reo irirangi ngā mea Māori. Me reo rua te kaupapa. Aina, he, he maha ngā whiri-whiri tau kume kume mo te rau ngā kaupapa Nā, kā au tonu ki te whakatau me Māori anake. Mai te waru i te ataki te ona i te pō, mo te rimarā. Ana ka haeri te rātau, te tau i muri mai i pērātia nō te āhua o te, o te kaupapa, ala ki whakatuhingi he reo irirangi mo te wiki o te reo Māori, mo te toru rā i te wiki i te, I te tau waru te kaumāwha. Ana whakaia Radio New Zealand ki te hō mai i ana rūma pāpāho uh, i roto Broadcasting House mo te toru rā. Hara mai anō o etehi o mātou tāngata, uh, Amster Reedy mā, Aruka Broughton mā, Kālai Tangihau mā, hiri atu moana mā ki te, ki te ui ui tāngata, i te whakahari i te kaupapa mō te toru rā. Anā, i ngā tau o muri mai kāre he wāwāte i pōneke, uh, i haere ke mātou uh, ngā mea o raukaua ki te whakatū, teihana whakamātou tau i te tau waru te kaumā rima, waru te kaumā ono i roto o raukaua i otaki. Mo te toru wiki. Ana do te kahoki mai ki te waru te kaumāwhitu, a pēni mātou ki a rua mara marawa te roa. Ana, kua wehea, te teihana ZM, 2ZM, kua whakarere e i a tana pau pāho i runga o tangi te keo, Mount Victoria, e takotokau ana i reira, e tū ana ta, ngā pau e rua, ka haere māo ko huirangi ki te tono. Ana, ka whakaia Radio New Zealand, ke ho mai mō te ono wiki, I te tau waru te kaumāwhitu, ana i te maramo o mei, ana koeira te teihana tuatahi i tapā ki te ingoa tūpoko teika. O te kōrora tāku te tāmati virike mātou, hea te he o tūpoko teika. Hei ingoa, ana koeira te tīmatanga mai, Justine. And that was the start of Te Upoko o Te Ika. In April of 1988, it became a permanent radio station. Mā te huru huru o te manu karere. 
with feathers the bird shall fly. Now this whakatauwaki is about pūtia, or money, that a kaupapa needs financial support in order to be successful. Now to be honest, another common phrase you might hear in Māori radio is that it operates on the smell of an oily rag. He nui te mahi, engari he itsi te pūtia, lots to do with so little pūtia. Uh, but Māori radio is resilient and there were bouts of fundraising. Yes, fundraising. He mahi kohi pūtia. Gosh, remember Telethon? Well, in this case, the tally was replaced with, you guessed it, radio. Uh, mō tēnā tau tuatahi, karekau he huruhuru o te kāwana tanga ki a rerea i te reo irirangi o te upoko. Nā reira, i te pēhea te haere mō te taha pūtia. Oh, he maha ngā kōrobo te rata, uh, te tino lalunga, i etahi wā, ka whakatungi he radiothon. Ka huri ki ngā kaiwhakarongo, ka kati mātou atu wiki e tū mai nei, āwhina tia mai te teihan. Anā, e rua ngā mea pērā, ka kia he kono hono aroha. Kuena te ingoi tapaina ki te kaupapara e Maka Jones, tō mātou kei tiaki pūtea. Ka haere e te o ngā kaumātua, ngā mea matatau ki nei tū whakahaere ki te whakatū whare whare. Ai, whare whare, as in bingo. He reihana whare whare wātea i te awakairangi nei. Ka haere ngā mea mōhio ki te whakatū whare whare, i haere tērā whare whare mō te whitu tau. Anā, he nui ngā moni whakahaere hea i te te mahi whare whare. Ko te, ko te āwhina nui, ko te iwi nui tonu, ko te tini o ngā tūranga, te hunga, whakairo, whakatū, pakitari roti te teihana, Bruce Stewart mā, kāri utua, e pēni i te whakatū marae mō te taone o pōneki. E marae ton. Ana, ko ngā, te āhu o ngā muni i takohangia mai te tangata, ka eke pia te wāriu ki te rua miliona tāla. I ngā tautuatahi e tonu. In 1990, the first lot of funding for Māori Radio was allocated. I roti ngā tau tuatahi, mai te tau iwitakau. A taimai ngā pūtea tuatahi, ka tīmata te heke o te kōro o te reo Māori o te ngā reo irirangi ārohi i tauwa. Ka tirohia mai e ngā, mā, ngā mātanga, ngā mana o, o ngā pūtea i roto pōneke. Ei, ko te tikanga, enei moni e whakapau ngia nei e whakapau ana ki te reo Māori. Ka ue ko roro pāka, te nui ngā tūwa, kia pono ki te reo mā. Anna, whakauringa mai he tikanga, ka herea te nui o te moni, me te te hiatu pūtea tāpiri, additional grants mo te nui o te reo, i awawa, kua mutu i nāene. Engari, nā tērā moni, ko tahirau mano tāna, taku mōhio, i a tau, ko te tau i ratuatahi, i awawa tau tuatahi, i o tātou teihana āiwi, ka uru mai, te whakaaro o tauiwi ki roto, kia pēne ana ke te ahua te whakahaere, kia, kia nui ngā kai whakarongo nō reira. Kau e tino nui te reo Māori, me waihomota rā tapu anaki, e rā tū whakaaro, ne? <laughs> Ka whakauringa he kai whakahaere, ka ari te whakahaue ki aku whanaunga Pākehā. Engari, whakauringa mai he mātanga nō te ao Pākehā ki ngā reo irirangi Māori nei. Ki te tohutau ana kā rongo ngā pakeke. Ka rongo ngā pakeke, whakapono ki ngā Pākehā nei. A me pēne ana ke te tikanga, ke poto ngā kōro, ke kaua e tukue ngā kaumātua, ke, ke wānanga, ke kōro mo te haora neke atu. Engari anō mātou tūpoko teika, he painoho te rua haora mo tēni me te kaumātua, te harani. 
Now, there was extra putia, according to Piripi, of $100,000, a bit of an incentive for te reo. But experts, well-versed in the radio world, began to say things like, in order to increase listenership, you have to be a bit more concise in your on-air corridor. Or, you can't really spend an hour talking in te reo Māori. But Piripi says that the station kaupapa was supporting their kaumātua to corridor on the airwaves, sometimes for up to two hours. Uh, mihuri tāwa ki te taha o ngā, ngā tapu-tapu me ki ngā, ngā mihini, era momo, ngā raui me, kia ngāwari ai, te whakapāho atu ki te tangata. Me mihira Radio New Zealand, he maha ngā awhina a tāhua a ngā tari o Radio New Zealand. Nā kitea he mea kārihi hiatea ka tukua mai ki te upoko. Ko ngā Ampex, he mihini nui mo te ripene, nā, nā hopu koro a tāhu ki te ripene. Ahakoa, ko tawhitutia, ko te tikanga kia, kia makai atu, haumai katoa ki, ki te teihono teupoko teiku second hand. A, he maha ngā mea i whakai rātau, whakai tūturu nei kia haumai, ka tīmata te taitai mai o etehi pūtea, nā mātou anui hoko ripene tino pai, a, ana, ko ngā... Revox brand, ngā mea tino papairaua ne, ka homei ki a mātou. Kia tikai ta hopu i ngā korona, e mautonu nei ngā ripene katoa wawawa. Ahakoa, te kaupapa te kāwanatanga, ka hore anō kia whakai, kia tū he teihana mō pōneke. Engari, te tini o ngā kai tautoko i roto redi New Zealand i tautoko mai. Piripi Walker continues to be called up as a, a kaikōrero, a bit of a mātanga reo irirangi, because of his depth and breadth of knowledge. In 2017, the station celebrated 30 years on the airwaves. But in 2018, however, the station experienced a bit of a tough time. And during that year, the station's funding from Te Mangai Pāho was cut over licensing issues. It was an uncertain time for the board and the staff. Current station manager Adrian Wagner explains a bit more about that time. TMP were going to close us down. Uh, we're going to stop. They stopped funding us, right. and um, we actually didn't have to say anything. We just said to everyone, "Look, they stopped funding us. We might be closing down, um, and it's because of the the iwi." And then everyone came out and they supported the station, and I think that was a high. Didn't have to say anything. They just came out and they did it one after the other. We had hui with uh, Te Mangai Pāho and Te Whakarutuhau. And um, as soon as we walked in, the, the kaupapa was changed from what it was to Te Upoko Te Ika. And uh, the iwi uh, who uh, uh, own the licence now, because it became a licence issue. Yes, um, uh, the, the iwi who were, and we've got nothing against the iwi. It was the it was a crown thing um, that um, that started this whole mess in the first place. So uh, the iwi eventually said, "Yes, you can broadcast on this." Um, which this iwi frequency. are you talking about, Adrian? Which I'm, iwi? I'm talking about the local iwi in, in Wellington, which are Te Atiawa and Ngāti Toa, who own the frequencies in, uh, who have a shareholding in our frequency, uh, our AM frequency. Uh, since those days, though, I've managed to get us an FM frequency. It's a low-powered one, but it goes throughout the city. There's a potential audience there for us. 
we'll hear more from Adrian in this series. Now, there's lots of articles and recordings online. In fact, if you head to the National Library, you can find Te Reo Irirangi o Te Upoko o Te Ika archival recordings from 1983 to 1994. You can also do the same for RNZ, mostly on the Ngā Sound and Vision website. Kia ora to you wherever you're listening to National Radio on this rather historic day the day of the Tuwhiratanga, the opening of this magnificent place, the Papatongareva o Aotearoa. To the Māori people, land is their ukaipo, Papatuanuku, their spiritual link with an ancestral past. And welcome again to Te Puna Wai Kōrero. So, what is the kaupapa of Māori Radio? Well, from the start, it was the Māori language protest of 1980. That meeting, Piripi Walker talked about in 1983 by Nā Kaifakapu Mau Te Māori. Then it was the tenacity of Māori who were passionate about hearing their language on the airwaves. Storytelling, hearing the voices of their kuia and kaumatua, the students who were probably shaping their political views at the time. Now, this may sound, you know, a little bit airy-fairy to some, but working in iwi radio came with its challenges. You'll hear some of those in upcoming episodes. For Nahiwi Apanui, former station manager of Radio Nazi Poro and current CEO of Te Tauta Whiri i Te Reo Māori, well, he remembers the hard case times where they had run-ins or conflict with callers who just didn't like what they were doing. We had our share of abusive, um, you know, answer phone messages every morning. Oh, like, like uh, turn Monday that music morning. off or something? Like, what, what kind yeah, of... Yeah, turn that... Well, it was more than turn that music off, it was turn that crap off. Oh, really? <laughs> and, um, you know, and people saying, well, if I'm speaking Maori for, it's a waste of time. And, you know, none of us wanted to, to clear the answer phone on a Monday. Um, so we all took turns. <laughs> but, you know... But in hindsight, his mahi at the helm of Radio Ngāti Pro for eight years would put him in good stead for his career in marketing, promotions, education and management. That station had a community and a strong community support. There were buildings that were being defaced and all sorts around the place, but the radio station was left alone, you know, because people loved and respected it. Um, but Radio Ngāti Pro was uh, just a, a really, really interesting experience um, because... It was about trying to connect their community back up with Te Reo. And the, the, I think the stereotype or the view, the perspective that most people had is that everybody in Ngāti Pro supports Te Reo. That was, that was the thing. And what's changed, I think, the attitude big time upon the East Coast in, in Ngāti Pro is being the advent of Kura Kaupapa. That was incredibly important in terms of you know, getting uh, a, a Māori language-speaking population back on uh, within Ngāti Pro, actually resident within Ngāti Pro. And, and people like Phil Heaney and Campbell Jews and Marketing Jews and all those ones deserve a, you know, a great big... Actually, they deserve a knighthood for what they did. And the radio station was part of, and still is part of that, as, as we grow our population of Māori language speakers, they need a place to go to to hear the deal. Kia ora, tēnā koe Nāhiwi. Um, as part of this uh, kaupapa, I'm sort of asking people for their kind of funny stories, funny characters on air. Is there anything you can kind of think of that uh, cast your mind? Oh, mate, look, uh, when, I, when I was at Radio Ngāti we had this woman who had been sacked three times, right? 
from being drunk on air, or being drunk at work, sorry, to threatening to beat somebody up to falling asleep. Anyway, she got a program, and this is a wonderful program called the Koko Tamariki, right? Kitty Corner. And it went on for three months, and we couldn't believe how well it went until one day, as part of her show, she had this uh, kids would ring in and tell a joke, right? Which is always a risk. Right. But we had a seven or eight second delay. So if anybody told a dirty joke, we could turn it off. Yeah. And, um, you know, come out of delay. Well, she forgot to turn the machine on. And um, anyways, somebody rings up and she goes, because they, they ring up and go, I'll kill the nan. And she goes, kill the darling. How to call it all. And how to call it all. And these kids would tell the joke, right? Anyway, this person rings up and goes, kill the nan. And it, it was a slightly dodgy voice. And she says, oh, kia ora, darling. Ko wai to ingoa. And this, this voice goes, peaky. And she goes, peaky wain. And the voice goes, peaky poro. <laughs> so peaky poro means big balls. And that was, unfortunately, that was a second offence, not for the peaky poro bit, but because she forgot to put the delay on to turn it off. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> But oh, I have to say, one of, the, one of the funniest ones that I got, though, was I was running a request show one night, and these kids used to ring up, right, and they would request songs like, I want to sex you up, and I'd say to this kid, how old are you, bro? And he'd go, eight, and I says, no, I'm not putting that song on, you get off, right? And I'll put something else on, he says, oh, yeah, and kia ora, uncle, could I have, a, could I have, I want to sex you up for me, I'm not from, uh, you know, from White Peter Bait, No. You're not getting that song. Right. You know, have another one, right? Yeah. But this one night, this, this grown-up rang me up and said, oh, kia ora nahibi. And I said, oh, kia ora. And he goes, oh, bro, could you play that song, Can Justice? And I went, what? <laughs> what song's that, bro? And he said, Can Justice. And I says, I've, I've never heard that song before. And he goes, yeah, it goes like this. Down, 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 Can Justice, right? And it's just funny how our oh people get that God. stuff wrong. But, you know, oh, mate, I tell you, it's just, it's just there's a... Uh, uh, there's a whole lot of them I could tell you. And I'd be sitting there just about, you know, being myself on here because they were just so they were just so funny, eh? But um had a you know, I had a wonderful time in every radio, wonderful you know, there were some big laughs and um, Yes. It was a, it was a scream, right? Some of these things and um yeah, I just really, really enjoyed those moments when I was at Radio Multiplay. Aotearoa on air, 100 years of radio. Now this is a four-part series about Nā Reo Irirangi Māori. In the next episode, I've called it The Setup. What is real to real? So it is like two... It looks like a it looks like a pro um, a film projector. You had like a coded library of music in the studio, so the DJ would have to get there early and go through and figure out the index and then pick the music. I, I couldn't speak Māori, but the, the the first I think hour or two had to be in Māori, and so mm. oh my goodness, I mean the the nerves. Straight across the road from the the marae, there used to be a, a old funny there. That that old funny belonged to you know one of our one of our whānau of the marae and um, I don't know how they worked it out but they managed to convert that whare into the, the first radio station. Yep, we get a bit technical on the next episode, The Setup. And Te Aurewa Rolleston, our resident RNZ Henare Te Ua scholarship intern, is with her koro Papa George Burt. Papa George has travelled the country as a resident technical broadcast advisor and kaimahi to many iwi radio stations over the years. When I was living in Rarotonga, the, uh, the, the um, radio station used cassette tapes, 
which was a bit strange. But you see, we used to make up these little tools out of a out of a plastic pen, so you could actually cue your tape to the start. So you'd put it in the hole and you could wind it, and you could get your tape all queued up. So you just take it off pause, and it would play the song. This series was written and produced by me, Justine Murray. Special thanks to Shannon Honui Thompson, Tiaurewa Rolleston, Justin Gregory, and Alex Harmer. Hemihi tenekinga ringa raupa, ongareo, irirangi Māori. Tukua tereo, kia rere.